Welcome to episode 59 of the Free Spirit Academy podcast, a solo episode loving oneself through chronic illness. Free Spirit Academy is about you getting to be fully yourself. My name is Randy Moss, and I'm an eating psychology coach and Kundalini yoga teacher, having conversations about healing our relationships with food, our bodies, and ultimately everything that we are. I am so happy that you're here for this conversation. So a couple of podcasts ago, I mentioned the autoimmune diagnoses that I got earlier this year. And actually, it's been a really huge year for diagnoses, Um, the autoimmune actually just being one of them. And the other I will talk about, I think, on another episode, maybe the next one. Uh, But just this, the autoimmune piece was particularly validating just knowing that what I've been experiencing for so long and working so intentionally to support my body with was a real thing, not in my head. And um, I had resisted going to get tested for so many reasons, not consciously, I think just sort of like under the surface, one being trauma around not being believed when I was younger. So being in physical or emotional pain and either directly being told that I wasn't really hurting or having eyes rolled or feeling like my feelings were brushed off. So it was scary to go in and I had to set myself up with a lot of pre-self-love. Like I, even if I'm not believed or if the tests say that it's nothing, I'm still in my own side. I still validate myself. I'm still going to keep learning and tending to what it is that I need in this body. So having spent some time laying that foundation, I went in and my symptoms were pretty flared up at the time. So I was swollen. I had itchy, scaly rashes and my joints and muscles ached. Everything ached. I was really struggling to sleep. And after I got tested, I also found out that my thyroid was also underactive. So uh, I had done enough symptom tracking over the years and Googling, for better or for worse, to have landed on possibly thinking this was psoriatic arthritis, but I didn't mention that because I didn't want to be too assuming. Um, But my doctor brought up the same possibility and wrote me a reference for a rheumatologist. So after many more testings, uh, blood work and x-rays and seeing a dermatologist, uh, we've landed with either lupus or Sjogren's disease being more likely, um, which definitely required some processing because that was pretty scary. And and I will say at this time, I am not medicated. Um, my rheumatologist would like me to be in really more of a preventative way because where I've got it right now, it's, it's pretty livable. Um, and I'm not anti-medication. As I say that, I think there is a time when it is better to take medication than not to, but I am not at that point yet. Um, I would like to not be. I would like to not be. So I am continuing to learn and to grow. But as I got this, as I got these diagnoses, which were more serious to me than what I originally thought they would be, um, a part of me felt embarrassed, wondering if I did this to myself 
even though I truly know better. Like I could, I could go back and I could blame it on all of the long juice fasting and the extreme dieting and all of the, you know, all of the things that I did in my 20s with good intention, right? Like, of course, there is the disordered part and the part that was really struggling with body image. And then there's the part that just feels bad and wants to feel better and gets information and runs with it. Um, So anyways, there was definitely the part of me that's like, oh my God, did you do this to yourself? But the bigger part of me that knows, and we can talk later in another episode about the impact of stress and trauma in connection with chronic illness. Another part of me felt relieved, of course, knowing that it was something and not nothing. And then there was definitely a part of me that wanted to just throw a tantrum and give up. And I felt scared of what might happen with this new information. So I've managed so well with diet and lifestyle and tending to my nervous system and trauma. But now I have more specifics and I could care for myself more intentionally. And I have been. And I felt kind of scared. Like, what if I do everything I can find and it isn't enough to keep me from getting worse? Or what if I can now heal on a level that I've never been able to before? And honestly, that one was even more scary. The tantruming part of me didn't want to give up the the painful, tiring flares of symptoms because then I might miss out. I actually realized there there was a part of me that loved the flare-ups and that if I was going to make her feel safe enough to move forward, some promises really had to be made to myself. So I promised myself that I could still rest whenever I needed as much as I could. I was not suddenly going to have to become a workaholic and do all of the social things and be super productive and da 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 I promised myself I could still say no when I wanted to. I did not need a flare-up as an excuse. And I promised myself I could still ask for what I needed and let myself receive and let myself be cared for without needing to feel at my lowest, without needing to crash, without needing to flare. I promised myself that there would be no shame in sometimes wanting attention that is actually a thing that we need in our development that some of us don't or didn't get, right? When we're tiny and we have these developing nervous systems, we actually need to be attuned to, very attentively attuned to, um, to be listened to, to have our emotions mirrored, to have our feelings mirrored. We need attention to grow up into healthy adults. And if we... If we don't get that, if we're not attuned to, if our caregivers, you know, have their own stuff, their own trauma, their own dysregulated nervous systems, they're busy, they um, maybe got just some poor advice, right? Like I juice fasted for 90 days. That was not exactly great advice, though, even though it was well-intentioned. A lot of parents have gotten the advice that you need to let your children cry yourself to sleep. And now we're learning that that can cause a lot of dysregulation if it happens again and again and again, because babies can't self-soothe. So they just go into a state of shutdown. So anyways, bringing that back to attention, there is a time when we really actually needed attention to be healthy. And 
we're learning to give that to ourselves as adults. I am learning to give that to myself as an adult and not to feel shame when I want that from uh, others, from loved ones, um, and to not need to stir myself up into a frenzy or keep myself in a really low space in order to ask for tending to when I need it. Um, I reminded myself that there would be no shame in being unwell and or taking whatever steps my body needed to feel good. There would be no shame in not being on all the time, no matter where I'm at in this journey. So even if I fully put all of this stuff into remission, I don't have to be on all the time. I don't have to be there all the time, show up all the time. There was a point when I definitely, because freedom has always been a thing for me, like just a word that buzzes and sings for me, like, oh, I just want to feel free. And I used to think I could only feel free when my body had no symptoms and I was just like glowingly, flawlessly healthy forever and ever and ever. But the reality is I have felt more and more free since I stopped trying to change who I was. Stop trying to change my body. Like it really started with that. Stop trying to change my body and started learning to support my body. Stop trying to fix my body and started intending to nourish my body and stopped holding out for that happily ever after and just started making it safe to take one step at a time, curious steps, loving steps, one at a time. I've had to learn to have a real sense of humor and not to take myself so seriously, even though what I'm dealing with is serious and I'm very intentional. If I experiment with something that doesn't work, I have got to laugh and come back to where I was like I have to. I cannot beat myself up every time something doesn't work. It feels too bad. It does not work. And and like why? Why do it at this point? I, I shamed myself for long enough. Um, I don't need to anymore. And I'm not saying that that voice doesn't pop up, though it's less and less and it's quieter and quieter. I just, I do not feed it. I defend myself when that voice comes up. Like, no, no, we are not doing that. My worth, our worth, your worth is not in how well we are. My worth is not in how well I am or how perfect my diet is or how clean my body is. There is something in me driven to care for this body mind that I have as intentionally as I can. And I that can look extreme at times. But in my own body and in my own experience, it's only ever just taking one reasonable step at a time. Now, obviously, like I've talked about the times when it was not that, when it was mm, very extreme things, very big things, very quick fix sort of things. Um, but now it's just one reasonable step at a time giving that step time and learning from it. Looking back over the years of working with this before I knew what it was and having a long history of disordered eating, I mean, the whole thing kind of blows me away. Like, it's actually possible to do, um, to evolve a very painful and messy relationship with food and body and to do it with intention, taking all parts of oneself into account I, I just know how complicated this journey is, and I have a lot of compassion for folks who are in it. So I hope that there is encouragement here for you if you're going through anything similar, 
and um, I'm sure I'll continue to talk about this as I as I sort through things. And um, I've got more I want to share about about diagnoses and self learning over the last over the last year or so. But in the meantime, sending you lots of love, and I will talk to you soon. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For more updates on courses, classes, one-on-one mentorships, and more, go to randymoss.com, R-A-N-D-E-M-O-S-S.com. And thank you so much for listening.